Shalom, everyone. Shalom. Welcome to another podcast with the bench of three. Booyah. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I hope you all have had a chance to listen to our uh, A Taste of a Compilation of Mystic Prayers or A Taste of Our Mystic Prayers. You know, I have to say, we're pretty excited about that little piece we just uh, recorded. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we are. Yeah, it's good. It'll be good for your soul, right? Yes, as your soul tries to become perfected, so that your spirit man is not doing all the work. <laughs> That's a good point. That's well, right. what are we talking about today, ladies? What are we talking about today, Nina? We're going to talk about <laughs> the relationship between your body, soul, and spirit. Yay! Oh, this a is a balanced, good one. A balanced relationship. Balanced relationship. Yeah, so one's not like... Overpowering another. Yeah. And making one of your um, bodies feel inferior hmm. or feel... Put down. Right. So that there's a balance and there's cohesiveness in the way they work together. Yeah, it's not taking the load, right? And this is part of becoming flawless. Exactly. We are flawlessly created in Yahweh. Yes. So this is part of our process, moving into that, manifesting it. Yeah. So, so that the glory that is inside of you, the light, yes, will shine out. Yes. Come on. So, so let's break this down to this as simple terms as we can get it. You are a three-part being. Mm-hmm. That's right. You are made up of spirit, soul, and body. Now. I don't think we need to go into the Bible verse that talks about it, but maybe for some of you all that aren't familiar with the word of Yeshua made flesh at all, you can go to Barashis, which is Genesis, and you can see that the way we were formed, this is actually really important to know because there's other beings out there that are not formed the same way. Yes, other beings from other planets, other worlds, other realms, heavenly beings, uh, angels, angelic beings, as well as other beings that have been created. But they are created different than us. They were and are created different than us. We have Hashalush HaKodesh, that is the Holy Trinity living on the inside of us. And we are the only species that has them living on the inside of us. And that's why it's time for us as sons to step up. But the Bible verse says, Yahweh took the dust of the earth. Now, when we say dust of the earth, don't think about the dust as to how it looks like in sin and its fallen state. Right. Imagine what the dust looked like when Yahweh, when this earth realm was created without sin. Mm -hmm. And so we believe it was like dust, like gold dust, like... um, so, so what you're saying, Nina, is the gold that we dig up on from the ground is was on top. 
Yeah, but not that same gold. Probably the more gold that's without the sin in it, but the purified Correct. pure gold. Yes, yeah. which mm-hmm. is actually the greatest superconductor. That's oh, what I'm. That's right. what Uncle Ian says. I haven't investigated that, that's but the that's what he says. That what the scientists have discovered. Yes. So we were made from this from this beautiful from these beautiful particles, which, by the way, that's why. Everything in existence and everything in the earth actually is in our body. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, you can hear Justin Abraham talks about that. He's phenomenal, which is why we're going to be able to create by our the voice and frequency and sound of our mouths because everything we want to create in terraform, it's already on the inside of us. We literally contain it in our DNA. But let's get back to the dust. Wow. So we are somebody's like mind blown. Because we are wondrously, marvelously made, which is in Scripture as well. We've been told. We've been told how amazingly God has worked and created everything. Yes. It's part of finding out who we are. Yes. But the difference is they were created, we were created and made. Yes. Good point, Ruthie. Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. Uh Uh-huh. So we've got so 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 Yahweh Yahweh takes this this beautiful substance that he had already formed and spoken with the vibration frequency and sound and the olive base out of his mouth, okay, and creates this form, and then huh, enters into the form in this beautiful. I probably can't explain it how beautiful Mary could even see it. She's such a poetic way about her but i can see this this is almost like a beautiful painting being made even Mm -hmm. even but Mm -hmm. puts him enters inside of this form and and the form goes (gasps) very breath is yahweh Mm. and the being becomes a living soul that's what living soul three part being we are made like the trinity in three they are three we are three but one they are three but one all in function and purpose you are three but one everything in you functions out of that three and one and it is important for you to understand how your three part godhoodness functions so that you will have a better understanding of yourself and the world around you. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yes. So yes. let's talk about the spirit first. Let's talk about the spirit and what that is. Now, I have talked about this in the in the past, but I want to talk about this on the on this podcast and that. And I and I, I think I believe we heard this from Dr. O as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh we, but he was talking more about the soul. But I believe as spirit beings, we were kind of baby spirits. Mm-hmm. Our, our right. spirits are baby spirits. In other mm-hmm. words, we need to grow and build our spirit. spirit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, in your spirit is how is contained, housed, connected to Yahavah's spirit. So you speak spirit to spirit. That's how it works, okay? You speak spirit to spirit. You already know 
many, many things about the kingdom realms. Even if you think you don't, you already know it because Yahweh has implanted when you were created in your spirit being already. So let's all start with that. Okay. And we'll tell you how your soul interfaces with your spirit and your body. But right now, you know, you know the things that you need to know. However, you are responsible for building your spirit man and growing your spirit man so then you can function as a spirit being. I love what Uncle Ian says. We are a spirit being housed in a body. That's right. So what are some of the things that you ladies have done to build that spirit part, that spirit part of your godhoodness? Rudy. Well, well for me... Um, I love music. I don't, I don't do a whole lot of making music, like singing and stuff. I used to in the choir, but listening to music when you get up in the morning, you're fixing your hair, you're brushing your teeth, you have worship music playing that really builds up your spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, prayer. Prayer to me is not kneeling down by your bed and saying, now and lay me down to sleep. Right. That, that was way back when I was two years old. Mm-hmm. Prayer is about checking with the Father, checking with um, Yeshua to find out what he wants for the day. So when you get up in the morning, I used to say, Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Father. Now I say, Good morning, Hashelush HaKodesh. I am ready. You just let me know what you want me to do today. Yes, yes, so that's yes. My, that's my spirit. And then all through the day, you're just checking with him. So, so with music and with prayer, those were the two main things for me. And then after that, it was, okay, I really need to listen to some people that are not telling me how bad and sinful Come I on. am. That's true. That are telling me how awesome I am because of who I am yes. and because of who my Abba is, my yes. daddy. Come on. Mm-hmm. And so you start searching for the right things to listen to because what you listen to mm. gets Way down in your spirit, you and you become because right. you believe that. That's right. That's right. And so I started searching. I'd call friends and say, "Hey, have you heard this guy? He's really good." I'd call Nina. Oh, Nina, oh, yeah. you gotta listen to this guy. That's His what brought us in the sunshine. Yes, yes, yes. He is speaking about what we've been looking for. Basically, so what our spirit had been searching for. Right. Yes. So, so that's how I started my journey to build my spirit. Well, I relate to what you're saying because I also respond to music. And music is in our family line, in our generational line as well. Mm-hmm. And music in, in childhood was very, very important. Mm-hmm. My father played hymns he also played classical music he wanted us educated to respond to sound mm-hmm. and of course in the ballet world you're listening to music all the time 
But music became more important because I needed it to be life-giving. Mm. And so some of the Christian music was a beginning. The Christian music that had a pop beat that was coming up with positive words. And then I found over time I needed something deeper to help me with my encounters, to help me begin to not only contemplate uh, the Lord, but to contemplate how to engage and hover inside his heart. Mm. So that's when I began to search for frequency music mm-hmm. and worship music that was, that was releasing that kind of sound that elevated the experience and really put me in a different place. Yes. So yes, music is really important to me too. And praying in tongues, once I was able to be baptized, once I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues became a very powerful thing to begin to do. I was a little bit shy, believe it or not, actually, because I'd read many scripts in years past, and I wasn't shy saying their words mm. when I was doing a script and I was doing a show. But I was shy speaking in my heavenly my heavenly language with the Lord. Mm. So it took some practice. Wow. It just took my willingness to step out of that comfort zone to hear sounds that were different and then to continue to progress forward. So that is another thing that I do to build my spirit. Yes, did you want to ask me something? No, that's good. Oh, okay. That's great. So that's very similar to Ruthie. I do start in the morning speaking to him and speaking to them and speaking in tongues. And I am aware of them being around me much, much more today than I was even two years ago as I engage with them throughout the day. And you're right, teachers and mentors that we have made available Mm -hmm. to us who guide us in various things, Justin Abraham, Dr. O, Ian Clayton, Sam and Grant Mahoney, we could Lindy Masters, Nancy Cohen, all these people that are helping us on their journey because they've gone ahead in a sense. And they've had such deep encounters. They're telling us, come on, you can have this too. We want you all to know that you can have your own encounters when you're engaging in the kingdom realms with your spirit being and you can we also we also want to encourage you that as you build your spirit it allows you to see through the eyes of your spirit so you're not relying on your human form your bo- your eyes your your body and your eyes you're actually relying on your spirit which allows you to see from the inside out that's right okay when you uh, does the Bible talk about seeing through the eyes of your spirit, or am I just, I can't, am I making that? I can't that? remember an address that's I heard somebody talking about that. I don't remember that if way. that's exactly the a, a, a scripture verse, but I know that I've either heard or, or, or gotten that conclusion from the word made flesh about seeing through the eyes of your spirit. Some of you all may be Bible scholars, go look that up. And if not, I stand corrected. It is what it is. But what we advocate is to see through the eyes of your spirit because there's so much going on around you. And the more that you develop your spirit being, your spirit gates, through your spirit gates, Uncle Ian has a great book, Gateways on the Threefold Nature of Man, in that he talks about the various different spirit gates That's right. and how you can build those spirit gates up. The gate of the fear of Yahava, mm-hmm. prayer, worship, Revelation, revelation, mm-hmm. uh, intuition. Yes. I believe that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Your intuition is your knower. 
the more you build your spirit, the more you instinctively know. Knower, your knower, your intuition means you're not relying on your intellect or your knowledge. Correct. You're actually relying on your knower, which is something that transcends the intellectual into the the soup the spiritual no let me I don't really like to use the word spiritual I want to use more the kingdom realms and connect with that and so you know that's your ability to discern between truth and error and so it's really really important that really really important that you understand how and why you should build your spirit being and what your spirit being is okay um in Ephesians 1.18, it says, having the eyes of your heart enlightened, Come that on. you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> what are the riches of his glorious inheritance? See, oh, I knew it. I knew I wasn't just making that up. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I knew I, I wasn't could, making it up. Yes. I couldn't remember the address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bible address. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I so, like the, the address. So with your spirit being, ladies, now let's just talk about some of the things that you can do with your spirit being. What what can you do with your spirit being, Ruthie? Well, for me, it's it's about faith. I can now I'm I'm my spirit is talking to my body. And I am speaking that I have a project and I have no problem knowing exactly what to do because I've developed this faith. Faith is substance. Faith is actual stuff, tangible. And so I'm speaking out of my mouth what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the store. And I am going to find there every single thing I need to do this project at a price that I determine. Mm-hmm. And I will go to the store and I will get exactly that. Mm. I say, okay, uh, we are going to create this business. It's called God's Wow. And we are going to do a, B, C, D, E, F, That's your spirit G. talking. That's my spirit talking mm-hmm. about what my soul and body are going to be doing because my spirit is in charge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I am using faith, mm-hmm. looking through the eyes of my heart mm-hmm. to see what it is I, I need to be doing. And Yahweh drops within your spirit, spirit. the things that need to be done. Exactly. So spirit to spirit, you're being, what Ruthie's talking about is being led by the spirit. Right. So not led by her soul, but being led by the spirit. What types of things do you do, Mary? Well, that actually made me think of Hebrews 11.1 1, in the Passion Translation, mm-hmm. because I am also anchored in hope. Right. And that is from my spirit. Mm. And this quote says, now faith, which is what you talked about, brings our hopes into reality Mm. and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what Mm. is still unseen. 
So there are things that with our human eyes we can't see, mm. but our spirits quicken us to reach forward, to gain those things. And some of those things are things that are in the future that we can actually pull into our present so through our you, faith. So what you're saying, your spiritual spirit eyes have already seen what you're pulling in. Yes. Ooh, living yes. out of the future yes. today. That's yes. really yes. good. That's exactly right. So... Let me tell you some of the other things you can do with your spirit. We've talked about it on other podcasts. You can, with your spirit, we talk about on splitting soul and spirit, mm-hmm. how you can release your spirit being from the inside of your body, where because of sin and when we were born and shaped in iniquity, our spirit being was, was after the fall. The spirit being before the fall was on the outside of the body. Right. We were housed in our spirit being, our body and our soul. When the fall took place, our spirit being then went to the inside of our body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Be- That's right. Uh, went to the inside of our body and then beca- uh, became trapped in our souls in terms of the way that we developed as human beings, when I mean trapped in our soul, it means it became bound, really right. connected to our soul so that our soul was really the dictating force instead of our spirit being. And because of sin, the light that we have, it that we had on the outside of us that was immortal turned into mortality, which is blood, coagulated blood, and then went on the inside of us and then we became uh, mortal. In other words, we could die, whereas before we couldn't because our blood became coagulated light. Our our, li- our light became coagulated okay. blood. Okay, I wanted I wanted to clarify. Yeah. yeah, our light became coagulated blood. Right, which which brought about mortality. Mm-hmm. So, as you split your soul and spirit, then you can use your spirit man, your spirit man to enlarge, you can enlarge your spirit man. You can use your spirit man to hover over your body. You can use your spirit man to wrap your, wrap your body in your spirit man and then uh, connect to the heart of Yahweh and produce the healing that your body needs. Yes. You can hold someone in your heart. Actually, Ruthie had talked about her husband where she sat next to her, her husband and wasn't feeling well mm-hmm. and wrapped her spirit being around her husband and then her husband then felt better and fell asleep. Right. Uh, these, are the, some, these are some of the things you can do with your spirit being. I also want to tell you that your spirit being is very active. And even when you're sleeping, Yahweh, Yahweh is, speaking, is connecting to your spirit. Your spirit is actually in the heavenly realms, being used by Yahweh to do various sorts of things, working on the things that need to come out, working on the things of the future that need to come out today that's written on your destiny scroll. Your spirit being is actually very, very active. Even though you may not be cognitively aware, you're being used in the night. Many times in the night, sometimes you're having dreams and visions and you think it's a dream, but it actually is you through your spirit being, being used in various places around the world, okay? Even out in the cosmos. So your spirit being is amazing. It's fantastic. And it is up to you. It's your responsibility to grow your spirit being so your spirit being can be more sensitive to the voice of Hashalish HaKodesh and your spirit being can gain the 
first position in your three-part Godhoodness as leader, as being led. Now, that's mm-hmm. what the scriptures say when it means being led by the, the Spirit. Spirit. It means literally being led by your your three-part hood of the Godhood body spirit being and that your spirit being is dictating everything that you're doing on this planet, off planet, and beyond in the cosmos. This is how we are able to walk through life with joy. Come on. Right. Unrelenting joy, because I love this. Romans 12, 2. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing continual joy. Yes. But commune with God at all times. Don't give up in Mm, a time of trouble. So there are times when our spirit is singing. I had an experience where a family member was gravely ill and I was driving to the hospital. I was driving every day and I was literally in this bubble of joy. My spirit was singing while I was also communing with Yahweh, trying to find out what was going to happen, what I needed to be doing. And (coughs) the worry and the concern just left me. I was in this experience that actually propelled me forward afterwards. And let me just say this, the family member got well, but I was propelled forward through that experience into deeper revelation and yes. a deeper experience of walking in joy so while other things are going on around me. That's amazing. Oh my oh, goodness, that's so good. Yes. That is so good. That's I love amazing. it. I love that. I, I uh, talked to Mary and Ruthie both about when I went to the dark night of the soul where my spirit was singing even though my soul was in despair. And that was a a testimony to me. I think Yahweh wanted me to see how far and how much I had built up my spirit being because I had done, like Ruthie had said, I listened to all these teachings Mm -hmm. and then didn't just listen, but applied it. Mm -hmm. Right, You practiced. I practiced it. Mm -hmm. Practiced it. Which is how your spirit (laughs) actually strengthened your soul. As well as Ruach HaKadosh came in to strengthen your soul. I relate to that, Nina, because in that particular crisis time, my soul (coughs) wanted to jump up and down to cry and to worry and to gnaw gnaw on the situation and also attach itself to a negative outcome. Mm. And I was refusing it. Yes. And my so spirit good, kept Mary. washing my soul, so good. calming my soul down. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got to the hospital, I was walking in refreshed. Mm-hmm. And I was letting my soul know, it's okay. Yeah. No matter what happens, everything's going to be okay. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And I was able to engage with the technical things I had to do, all the doctors I had to talk to, decisions had to be made, mm-hmm. and, and all of the activity that's actually involved when you're suddenly thrust into an unexpected circumstance. Right. That is so good. So I think what's important here is to know my soul has been in charge for how many years? And I'm now, not telling. <laughs> and now my spirit man has taken the premier position. Mm-hmm. But it's not to downplay my soul like my soul did my spirit initially. Mm. It is to encourage my soul to take its position because when there is balance, Mm. Mm -mm. then we don't have issues. Right. Which, by the way, we're thinking about, uh, we had talked about it, us ladies doing a Zoom session 
that we're going to open up to a lot of folks about soul transformation. Mm-hmm. We thought about doing that. Maybe oh, yes. we'll be able to get that done by yeah. the end of the year. Uh, keep a lookout on any of our Facebook pages or we'll advertise something on our website. But speaking of soul, Ruthie, why don't you take us into that next topic? Let's talk about our soul. What is our soul? Please do, Ruthie. You're brilliant. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Mary. (laughs) Takes one to know one. (laughs) I receive it. By the way, we only hang out with brilliant people. I just want you all to know that. So the fact that you're listening to our broadcast uh, podcast okay. means mm-hmm. you're brilliant too because yeah. you only hang around with brilliant <laughs> yes. people. That's it. Claim <laughs> it, folks. Claim it. We're geniuses. Yes. Love it. Thank you, Nina. So, okay. We so- are gods. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like just, just we, we will deal with that one down the road yeah. and yeah. help you all out. But if you have questions about what Nina just said, we have all the scripture to answer that. Yes, the question about we yes. are gods. But yes. go ahead. Mm-hmm. But about your soul. Now remember your choices you make, your will, your emotions, emotions big time. the way you reason through things, the mm-hmm. way you think, your mind, your mm-hmm. conscious, mm-hmm. your conscience yes. are all um under the auspices of the soul. Or yes. all combined together to make who your Come soul on. is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now think about the choices you make. Then mm. way back in the day, you were choosing to hang out with people who were not encouraging, who were, weren't joyful, who were depressed. Now, as you start to mature your soul, as your spirit man is helping to mature your soul, the choices you make are different. You go to the grocery store and instead of buying... Uh, stuff that's jam full of, full of sugar, mm. you're saying, okay, um, your soul is saying, body, what do you want? <laughs> and so your body says, well, I don't want all the, that sugar. Why don't you get some grapes and strawberries and blueberries? Because I think I'm going to enjoy those a whole lot more than that candy bar that you were deciding to buy. And so... It's the choices Mm. that you're making and the emotion that goes with the choices will fuel this this desire. And so reason comes in and says, you know what? Slow down. Because emotion, you are the accelerator. Mm -hmm. And... Reason says, oh, no, I am the steering wheel. We are not going that direction. (laughs) We are going to slow this thing way down, and we are going to do what is right for all of us. Right. Right. So that all the sugar is not dulling my spirit Mm -hmm. and causing my body to be sluggish. Uh So we have to be careful about how we... Use all of those, the the choice, the will, the emotion, the reason, your conscience, um, because that's all part of the soul. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. You know, you're so right in terms of choices that we make, because our choices either fill us up or starve us. Exactly. And I I came across a scripture that actually demonstrates that. Um, Proverbs 
27, 7. Again, from the Passion Translation, I really love the way the words are woven together. And it says, When your soul is full, you turn down even the sweetest honey. But when your soul is starving, every bitter thing becomes sweet. Oh, wow. Because you're hungering for anything. Ooh. So choices, you're absolutely right. Choices are important. Allowing our reason to step in preventing our emotions from running the show. Mm. I mean, even in the, well, oftentimes when times are tough, we want comfort food. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. What were we raised on as comfort food? Many of us were raised on something sweet. Mm. It was given to us out of kindness and love, but it was sweet. And so it's easy in times past, I've seen it in myself, easy to say, oh, I'm just going to have that treat. I don't feel good right now. I'm going to give that to myself. My body's not sure it wants it, but my soul is certainly happy. Mm. The many different times I gave in. I don't do that now, but I sometimes have a dialogue. With your soul. With my soul. When my soul was hankering for a milkshake because I agreed to do a liquid fast and my soul popped up and said, well, milkshakes are liquid. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool. It was actually pretty funny, but I was sitting there going, what? Excuse me? And my little body was going, I don't know if I should do that. And my soul was, yeah, you love that. You want that. And my spirit <laughs> came in and said, we're having a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> <laughs> and it was over. Well, that was funny. But I didn't expect that either. I thought I had grown enough that I was going to be right. past these kinds of yeah. things. Now, let me tell you what. Milkshakes were a treat when I was a little girl. Oh, so yeah. it was just there as a memory. Yeah. And it was deceptive. It was liquid. Not the kind of liquid fast I was planning to do. Yeah. I was supposed good. to fast on water, and I did. So good. So good. So so one of the things I want you all to understand is you remember back, or you can recall back when you had your either your favorite pastor or preacher, or there was a very well-known pastor or preacher, but they fell into sin. They fell into sin either through homosexuality, either through um, money manipulation, money manipulation uh, you know, sleeping with prostitutes, all those types of things. And you were just aghast. Like, how could this man or woman of gold do this type of thing? Let me tell you how. It is because mm. their soul had not been perfected. Mm. They had not worked on the things in their soul. Right. They had that underlining bent desire towards evil. Now, let me help you all out. Most, I would say, a majority of what you desire in your soul is generational. It is either generational, which means it comes from your generational line. And this is something that Ruach HaKadosh told me because she said the echoes, the talk and the chatter and the desires Mm -hmm. of what we want comes from our generational lines, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Those things that are so hard and difficult for you to war and fight, for you, you're warring and fighting against it. They're so hard and difficult for you to get rid of. Those are deep-seated in your generational lines, soul issues that present itself through your DNA or through your blood. And so that's why we talk about cleaning out our autosomes, 
And that's why we talk about cleaning out our bloodline because we know when you do that, you get rid of those platforms and then you just have to deal with the surface issues of your soul as you're moving towards soul perfection. So in your own life, Stop and think, what is your mind, will, and emotions? What are your desires? What are you hankering after? Mm -hmm. And then realize it's your soul that has yet to be perfected. And then realize it's your responsibility to work on cleansing, perfecting, moving your soul towards the uh, perfection that Yeshua has. He said, be ye perfect as I am perfect. Yes. He wasn't talking about your spirit, folks, because your spirit is already perfect. Yes. It just needs to be grown up. He was talking about our souls. And I'll tell you, if Yeshua said that we can be perfect as he is perfect, that means he's given us the tools to be perfect. But first it comes with your acknowledging where your issues are coming from. It's your soul. Second, you have to then say, okay, then what are the tools do I have to now move towards right. perfection mm -hmm. so that less and less I don't have is what we call, we got some Uncle Ian triggers. We right. don't right. have these triggers. You see right. people that fall into addictions or some people, mm -hmm. there may be a person out there that has never done drugs, but they get into a car accident. Next thing you know, they get prescribed. Okay, some type right. of painkiller, and then they become addicted. Well, how on earth was that such a hold right. in their life, in their soul? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a hold because it comes from their generational line. There was a platform that was for addiction oh, that was okay. already there, and once yeah. the trauma came right. or something happened in their circumstances that triggered that platform, boom. Then they got snagged in by their addiction, right. and then it becomes very difficult to move. But I'll tell you, every addicted person that is out here in every homeless shelter, whatever, if they understand that process, they can remove that platform of addiction, and then healing can take place right. from that addiction. Well, that I actually saw another scripture that reflects exactly, exactly what you say. It's Proverbs 2.10. When wisdom wins your heart... And revelation breaks in, true pleasure enters your soul. So when you've talked about Good. this wisdom, the wisdom of knowing what's happened in your generational line, the wisdom of learning and the revelation of learning, the Good. courtrooms, mm -hmm. cleaning your gates, cleaning your autosomes, yes. the freedom that happens gives your soul pleasure. So, your yeah. soul begins to feel free. It feels right. like it can embrace the freedom it was created to have. Come on. Awake, O my soul, with the music of his splendor song. Arise, my soul, and sing his praises. My worship will awaken the dawn, greeting the daybreak with my songs of praise. That's Psalm 57, 8. Awesome. And our soul actually wants to do that. Yes. That is so good. Despite all the experiences we've yes. had. That's exactly so right. Good. And then that bridges with our spirit. Come on. Yes. And then we are engaging with the heavenly realms. That's right. You know, it's like... Um, way back in the day, you'd sit, the kids would say, oh, come and watch this movie with us. And so you watch the movie and it's killing and it's blood and guts and it really doesn't affect you. And then you start working on cleaning out your gates, your gates of the soul. The autosomes, your bloodline. And then one day you sit down mm -hmm. and watch that same movie or something similar 
And you say, how in the world mm-hmm. did I ever think this was entertainment? Mm-hmm. This is just a Jump. bunch of garbage. garbage. Yes, yes. Because now right. your soul is growing. Yes. It's not being put down. Right. But your soul now is making different choices. Yes. Because your soul is realizing um, what comes in, the choices I make, is mm-hmm. going to grow the whole man. Okay. This is what it means to say guard the avenues of right. your soul. So you, we have got to guard our hearts, folks, because what we're letting in is completely tainting, uh, twisting, shifting our soul and the people we allow in our lives. Yes. The people that we connect with and associate. If you're around Mm -hmm. somebody who's Mm -hmm. negative, they will rub off on you and your soul will then bear the image. Just like it says in the, in, in the Bible where it says, and we, we look in a glass dimly, Mm -hmm. we want to look and see Yeshua in that glass. When we we look at that glass, our face needs to see needs to show Yeshua's face. We want to see him. It's mm-hmm. the same type of thing with our soul. Mm-hmm. Our soul needs to reflect, needs to be the embodiment of who Yeshua Shuba was and is. And as we engage in this process of the kingdom realms and you encounter Yeshua on a daily basis, your soul will begin to reflect and to be the embodiment of who he is. You'll look like him. You'll talk like him. You'll walk like him. When I mean look like him, I mean your glance in your eye will be to love people because in your soul is the heart of Yeshua. Yeshua lives in your soul, just like Yahavah is in your spirit, man. Yeshua is in your soul. He is the one to walk you out in this sanctification process. We're to walk out our our soul, our soul's process, walk in fear and trembling with Yeshua, hand in hand. And there's so many podcasts that we have and tools that we have that can help you on this journey of soul perfection. So that actually brings us around to the body. And as we are working with these things, we get to say in Psalm 16, 9, I'm on a scripture roll. Come on. My heart and soul explode with joy, full of glory. Even my body will rest confident and secure. What oh, an awesome that segue. Good. That is good. Mm-hmm. What an awesome segue. Because now your body is saying soul and spirit are on the right track and I in congruence with each other. Yes. And now I, as the body, am reaping all the benefits (laughs) of what the spirit and the soul have done Mm -hmm. and the changes that have been made. Mm -hmm. So what kind Mm -hmm. of conversations have you all had with your body? So I want to tell folks, you all can actually have conversations with all your three-part godhoodness, right? You can speak to your spirit. You can speak to your soul. You can speak to your body. You can listen. You can hear. Your soul is the mediator between your body and spirit. That's right. So that <clears throat> when you're speaking to your three, <clears throat> three-part three body, the soul is relating what it's hearing, but you are listening to your spirit being, your soul being, or your body being. What types of things are we listening and hearing and doing in terms of what we need to be doing for our bodies, ladies? 
Who wants to start first? Well, we need to remember our body houses Ruach HaKodesh. That's right. So once we become conscious of that, our body is in a different process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After we've accepted Yeshua and we've come into the consciousness of the baptism Mm -hmm. of Ruach HaKodesh, Mm -hmm. then we actually have a chance to build our bodies up. Yeah. But we do have to learn to talk to our bodies. We do have to... I have found I've had to learn to talk to my body in order to give it better food. I have had a chance to listen to Ian's teaching. Yes. And his teaching on the body. The body. He's got like a five-part series. Yes, a Mm five-part series on the body and how to speak to the body. And my body started speaking back to me. Oh, yes. And telling me the things that I had done to weaken it. Mm. And I had to go to court, actually. Mm. I stepped into the mobile court in order to have a time of cleansing, recognition, and admitting and repenting of what happened, what I did, which were soul choices, but what I did through my will to actually not support my body and to also thank my body after I went through this process to thank my body for supporting me all these years. Yes. Because I've walked through a lot of different things. I've burned the candle at both ends. Yep. Multiple times through work and through additional projects and through ministry Mm. where I physically burned out and I didn't expect to. I thought, get up, body. We've got work to do. And my body was really so worn out. I had to rest. I had to stop everything and recover. Yeah. Mm, mm, so mm. That, that's been a really healing process to learn from Uncle Ian how to love and honor the body and to step in to the presence in, before the throne of grace to discuss with Hashalush HaKodesh, particularly Ruach HaKodesh, what is happening with my body? How can I really engage with treating this as the temple that you are yes. in? Right. And to honor right. and love my so, temple. So... Um, when you wake up in the morning, you go, you go in the bathroom, you look at yourself in the mirror with blurry eyes because you have to sleep. And then you tell your body, oh, body, you are so wonderful. Thank you so much for what you do. It's like one day I fell because I wasn't paying attention. And so my knees got scraped up and I had to say, body, I am so sorry. I am so, so sorry that I have allowed this to happen to you. Um, But I really appreciate the fact that you heal so quickly. Mm -hmm. Well, my finger got scraped and by the end of the day, it was healed. I mean, there wasn't even a mark there that the skin had been scraped off. Mm -hmm. The other thing is what you speak to your body will happen. Yes. Even... If it's something that you don't want. Mm-hmm, that's right. So I've been saying, boy, my hair, it gets, <laughs> it just grows like weeds. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this hair is just getting thicker and thicker. It's supposed to keep getting thinner as you get older, but it's getting thicker and thicker and thicker. She has beautiful hair, by the way. So my body said, oh, we're supposed to get thick. So let's work on this. <laughs> and your hair let's has work gotten on that. thicker and thicker. Yeah. And so then you speak to your body and say, okay, body, what do you need? Body says, no more juice. I want water. 
So as you're cleaning out, you're working on your soul. It has a two two prong effect in that it's not only getting rid of the platforms, those those negative spiritual platforms, right. but it's also affecting your body as well. Many people can have healing as they're going through cleaning out their autosomes and even working through their gates. What it's doing is it's it's releasing the trauma that your body has received through various types of things, whether it's accidents, whether it's bad relationships, mm -hmm. breakups, mm -hmm. whether it's something when you were in the womb of your mother, where your mother was going through something traumatic, and then those issues embedded within your physical structure in mm -hmm. your body that is now... Pulling your body down, so to speak, and your body is loves you. I want everyone to tell you, tell I want to tell everyone who's listening, your body loves you. If not, you would be dead. Your body loves you and does whatever it can to fight for you and to keep you alive, even when you are abusing it. But it comes to a point where you where we abuse our bodies so much that our bodies your bodies give in. They're like, I can't oh, yeah. our body says, I can't function out of this and that's what's called dis-ease. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's what's called when your body has so much trauma and emotions and issues trapped up in your physical organs that it manifests itself in an issue, cancer, uh, whatever. Cancer, the root of that is anger, bitterness, unforgiveness. So we keep those emotions in and then it manifests in various different ways. So I want folks to understand that your body, everyone should look at themselves in the mirror and it doesn't matter what form you look like because you know what your body wants? Your body wants you to be serious about this sonship journey so that your body can turn into a being of light. It wants to go back to what it was originally created, which is to be a being of light, a ball of light. And you are responsible for mm -hmm, saying, that's mm -hmm. what I want to do with my body. If you ask your body right now, your body will be jumping up and down. 
And I made a covenant with my body. That's the direction we're going to go in. My body was so excited <laughs> that I am choosing to perfect my soul so that it can connect with my spirit, so that my body can come yeah. along. The Bible says, be ye perfect as your body. Be ye perfect as your soul is perfect. So as you're perfecting your soul, your body will come along in line, and we can turn our bodies into a being of light. Yes. As right. sons, mm-hmm. our bodies are literally to become our God bodies. Mm. Uncle Ian talks about that. That's our sixth body, right? Right. Mm-hmm our God body that we can engage with and connect with and do many, many different things. I want to talk about very briefly too, about how the soul and body interacts with the natural and the kingdom realm. So just like I talked about the spirit, how the spirit engages spirit to spirit, the spirit connects with the heavenly realm. So when you're seeing things and you're having ascensions and encounters, it's your spirit. Mm. The only way it's your spirit and your soul is if your spirit and soul have both exited your body. In other words, your body, the, the, the natural part of your body is still here while your soul and your spirit step out of it. Now, folks, this is the righteous real. It's not astral projection. Astral right. projection is the evil. And when they step outside of their body. They're stepping outside of their body with their soul only, not with their spirit. And they're housed in a carrier of the demonic realm. A demon houses their soul and they're able to travel and traverse, but they Mm -hmm. can't go far. Sons can step outside of their body with their spirit and their soul, and they're able to travel because we travel within Ruach HaKodesh, who's our carrier, and we can go anywhere in the cosmos, okay? But I don't want to go too far in depth in that because I'm not teaching that now. But you know, we can also trans-relocate. That means with our bodies as well. So with our spirit, soul, and body, we can do what they did Mm -hmm. in the Bible days, what Yeshua did, where he walked through people, where the the prophets of old, all the stuff that they've done, y'all, it's not even all written in the Bible. They did some, they were mystics, okay? Everybody in the Bible was a mystic. So they could trans-relocate soul, body, and spirit, got swept away in the spirit. It wasn't just their spirit. It was their spirit, soul, and body that trans-relocated. And I believe Yahweh, through this whole process of understanding what your body, soul, and spirit are, Yahweh is bringing that back even in a greater form that sons will be able to do those things that Yeshua right. said, even greater than these yeah. will be able to do. I mean, I thought about imagine having a postal service where all your employees knew how to trans relocate. So it wasn't a matter. We didn't have to worry about anybody else. You could just mm-hmm. take one yeah. postal thing to the other side of the planet within seconds because exactly. everybody knows how to trans relocate. Yeah. How awesome would that be? Don't come up with that idea. I thought about it first. <laughs> but <laughs> but this is some of the more esoteric stuff. But, you know, I like to throw this stuff in there because I'm really, I, I, you know, we're engaging and learning all this stuff, but I want you to know the, and this is just the beginning of what your bodies can do. Your three, yeah. your three part bodies. Um, these ladies are looking at me like, I want to say something. I want to say <laughs> something. Both of them. Who wants to talk first? I just want to say Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us a new in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Mm. So no, he has a plan. Mm. But in order to fulfill this plan, all three parts of us need to be in sync. Need to get in line. Get in line. Well, I also had some scripture. I looked at uh, Psalms 139, (coughs) verse 15. 
you even formed every bone in my body mm. when you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully oh, shaping me from nothing to something. So yes. because we are created in his image, we, because we carry him, we create with our words, and right. our so words good. create things in our body, so which good. brings yes. me to Proverbs seventeen twenty two: a joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both the body and soul so because we speak out of our hearts. Mm, so good. So, so that complements yeah. everything that you just right. said. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, I love when everything kind of works together. It's just not kind of, it does. Everything yeah. works together. But yeah. we're a bench of three and we're a band. We're a girl band. <laughs> we're much cooler than a girl band, though. We're like uh, <laughs> mystical. We're, mystical we're, we're, we're mystics. Band. Oh, you all should see us and how we look in our... <laughs> terrestrial bodies. <laughs> uh, somebody asked me about that. Uncle Ian does a great teaching on that. You know, we teach a lot of the foundational stuff, some of yes. the more deeper revelation. Mm-hmm. We leave it up to those folks that are really engaging into some deep stuff while we are just participating in that process and learning and growing ourselves. But we believe this has been very helpful. Yes. Anything else y'all want to add before we... No. No, but if they do want to know more, it is in Scripture about the celestial and the terrestrial bodies. And as you said, uh, Uncle Ian has it in his teachings. Yeah, so those are kingdom realm bodies, I should say, Mm -hmm. that we can engage with. We are talking about what our makeup is, which is a three-part being just like... Kashalish Hakodesh here in this realm, here in this realm, but also to engage in the other realms, the seven layers of the kingdom, Mm -hmm. seven layers of the kingdom realms, so that you understand who you are, the power that you help. You got my vibration, frequency, and sound. That the The power, power. ladies. Let's say it one more time. The The power power you have. In you already. Yes. It doesn't matter what ailment, what sickness, what disease, what anything you have in your mm-hmm. body. What is stopping you? What is preventing you? We are here to tell you that you have power. power. So step up to the plate. Get with the program. Tap into the power that is yours, which is Hashalu Shakodesh, living on the inside of you. And live your best life yet in eternity. Yes. And use your words to heal that body. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. We just love you. We, we thank do. you for tuning in mm-hmm. to another awesome God's Well podcast. Mm-hmm. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Ruthie. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, ladies.